morning, afternoon, evening. Welcome to the Royal Deluxe Podcast, a podcast about the Kansas City Royals from a guy who has been basically asleep since 1 p.m. yesterday. It is now 8 a.m. yesterday, so I apologize if anyone has noticed that this week's episode, or not this week's episode, today's episode, is a little bit later than usual. That's right. It's because I was sleeping through a tornado. All right. Hope you're all doing well after those storms last night. I have no idea what they were like because I was asleep for them. I was asleep for many things. Anyway, new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So if you are following or subscribed or whatever you do on each individual platform, your platform of choice, I would appreciate that. That would be wonderful. It would make me very happy. And also make sure you're following uh, at Royal Deluxe Pod on Twitter. Uh, what, what happened? All right, so since Monday, since we last spoke, the Royals played some baseball games. They didn't do a whole lot else. Um, some things that they didn't do include winning, uh, scoring, and uh, whatever else it is we would generally prefer that they do. So the Royals on Monday lost 0-8. And it would have been maybe a perfect game if not for Michael A. Taylor. Michael A. Taylor accounted for 100% of all Royals base runners in that game. He got a walk. He got a hit. Maybe two hits. Great, good, good job to Michael A. Taylor and literally no one else. And on Tuesday, yesterday, the Royals lost zero to seven. So, um, yeah, we basically lost fifteen to nothing over the last two days. So now the Royals are seventeen and thirty-seven. That is, of course, the worst record in baseball by a pretty significant margin at this point. It is the eighth time they have been shut out this season, which puts them on pace for 24 shutouts, which according to Josh Vernier would be the worst mark in 50 years. Like across all of baseball, not not just the Royals, for everybody. And also, uh, Royals Farm says that by ERA-adjusted K-through walk rate, the Royals have the worst rotation in history. The absolute worst. Uh, ERA-adjusted K-through-walk percentage, rather. I'm not entirely sure what that means. I'm going to assume it has something to do with, the fa- with how often they walk batters and how not very often they strike out batters, because that's kind of characteristic of this Royals uh, rotation. But yeah, they are the worst. In history, in that regard. And also, uh, FIP minus, they are the third worst in history. ERA minus, they are the sixth worst in history. Not entirely sure what these metrics mean either. <laughs> they just say things and I'm like, okay, I believe them. <laughs> but that, 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 I don't know. I'm going to assume, I mean, fe- I know what fielding independent... Uh, Pitching means. I know what FIP means. I don't know what the minus means afterwards, though. I know, and same thing with ERA minus. I know what ERA plus means, but in any case, yeah, um, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter what they mean. Just the point. The point is, the Royals are bad at pitching. The Royals' starting rotation is bad. 
And it's historically bad. There's no reason why it should be this bad. There's no reason why anybody, anybody should be this bad, unless you were actively trying to lose, which, uh, from what I've been told, the Royals are not trying to lose. So, that's, um... Hmm. I don't know, man. Better luck next time? Ironically, this talk about the Royals' awful starting pitching actually comes off the heels of a quality start from Brad Keller, who threw six innings and only gave up three earned runs. You know, if there is something that's worth celebrating a little bit with the Royals, it's that the they actually have been getting some innings from their starting pitchers. It's It's starting to become a little more common to see someone go six innings, or at least get very, very close to it. Daniel Lynch pitched on Monday. He did not go six innings. He was one out short of that, uh, but he had to be taken out because he was giving up home runs left and right. So he turned in uh, six earned runs after 5.2 innings, uh, including three home runs. So... Yeah, mm, you know, I was saying that it's important that you get innings out of your starting rotation, that you your guys need to give you six innings, and no matter what, well, I guess I got that. Wake up and smell the progress, everybody. The Royals did it. They have guys who can throw innings now. Woo! Yay! Um, My next note uh, is LMAO, who even cares? So... That's where I'm at with the Royals. I just kind of mentioned. I didn't... Did, did I mention this? So I mentioned that I've been asleep for a while. Then that includes me sleeping through all of yesterday's game. Let me let me reca recap what's been going on. Um, what's been going on for my entire life is I don't get enough sleep, and so I'm very very tired in my day to day life. So on Tuesday it was my night day off and night off work. And I'm like, all right, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pop a melatonin and just sleep, and I will wake up whenever. Well, I woke up at 11 p.m. So I woke up, went over to the computer, looked at uh, the Casey Royals subreddit, you know, this place that I just left unattended for an entire day, but that's fine. They can, they, they're, everyone's fine. They know how to behave. And uh, I see the Royals lost 7 to nothing, And I said, are you F-wording kidding me? And then uh, I think I did something else for like an hour and then I went back to bed at 12.30 or so. Something a bit weird happened where as I was going back to bed, I heard my family, the family I live with, uh, actually walking downstairs, uh, seemingly with their uh, with my four-year-old niece. So I kind of heard that a little bit. And I'm like, huh, wonder what's going on. Didn't pay any mind to it. Went back to sleep. Woke up again at around 4 a.m. or maybe even 3 a.m. Uh, saw that there's uh, some bad storms occurring that had actually just passed. Basically, I was out of their immediate vicinity. But it seems that while this was happening, while I was asleep and while, uh, while I was asleep and while my family was responsibly in the basement that I live in. <laughs> 
Uh, a tornado had hit Leewood. Not a big one or anything, but still, there was a tornado in Leewood. I live in Overland Park, which is right next to Leewood, so that's pretty cool. I, I, woke, I, I find out about all that when I wake up, and then uh, I'm like, oh, interesting. Surprised my power didn't go out or anything, uh, and thank God it didn't because my computer was left running the entire night, so yay. Then I had a plate of spaghetti and meatballs. And then uh, I went back to sleep again at like 5.30 or so. And now I'm awake again. Now I'm here. Now I actually feel like I have energy for the next few hours. So uh, that's what I've been up to lately. And you might be wondering, why are you telling me this? No one cares about your weird sleeping habits. No, it doesn't matter. What does this have to do with the Royals? Well, it has everything to do with the Royals because this is going to be my approach to the Royals from now on. There's nothing to talk about with the Royals. There is nothing going on with them. They have reached peak stagnation. They are not doing anything to change this team. And this team is not winning baseball games. It is not capable of winning baseball games and it's certainly not capable of winning baseball games consistently. There will be times every now and then will, where they will play an okay game of baseball. They'll get a decent outing from their starting pitcher, you know, six innings, two earned runs, and then the offense will spark to life a little bit, and they'll score five, and then the bullpen will miraculously not do anything stupid, and we'll actually have a pretty okay game. The, the Royals will win, it'll be fun, it'll be nice, we'll be in a good mood for the day, for the night, and we'll think, wow, that was an okay game of baseball. The Royals actually looked pretty good. They were competitive, they didn't give up, they strung together some nice hits, they had some nice approaches, blah, 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 blah. They're going to do that every now and then. But until the Royals make the changes that they actually need to make, and, and we all know what those changes are, all right? We all know what the Royals need to do because I've been talking about it for the last two, three, four weeks. Everybody on social media has been talking about it for the last two, three, four weeks. Until they make those changes, the Royals are not going to do anything differently. They're not going to play any differently. Mike Matheny wants to get up uh, on somewhere on 610 Radio and be like, well, you know, things can turn around real quickly. We just haven't seen this team really click together yet. Yeah, um, it's June he said this a week ago, mind you. But it's um, it's June. If your team hasn't clicked together after two months, what makes you think it's going to click now, suddenly? Have you not considered that it's just not working and that it needs to change? Maybe starting with the managerial position. The Phillies fired their manager just for being a slightly sub-500 team. Which, frankly, I don't even think is Joe Girardi's fault. It's not like it's not like he's the one who signed eight designated hitters to a team and then wondered, oh, why are we losing? Wow, why are we, why are we giving up six runs in a single inning? Because no one can field on this team. Oh, screw you, Girardi. Whatever. The, the Angels fired Joe Madden after they had the best start to the, to the season in years. 
but they went on a 12, now 13 game losing streak. So they fired Joe Madden. These are teams that in the very beginning of the season said, we are trying to get to the playoffs. We expect this team to make the playoffs. The Royals are the same way. They also started the season saying, we expect to make the playoffs. We are trying to make the playoffs. They are now the worst team in MLB. They have the worst record, the worst run differential, and they have not done anything. They are the team that is seemingly the most content with themselves. They are, they are, you know, they are, even good teams, even the Yankees, okay? The Yankees are, are the best team in baseball right now. And you know what they're doing? They're going around thinking, how can we make this team better? How can we win even more games? How can we give ourselves an even better chance of winning the World Series? That's what good teams do. They are always looking for solutions even to the most minuscule of problems, even when everything is going so well. The Royals have everything going wrong for them, and they're the guys who are like, this is fine. It'll work itself out. It'll work out. It'll be okay. It's, it's insane, dude. It is so... They literally operate in, in a different world than everyone else. No one else does this. No one else is as, is as slow as they are to making these big changes that, that seem so obvious. Why is Cal Eldred still the pitching coach? Why? What is it about Cal Eldred that makes anyone think, oh, he knows what he's doing. This team is in good hands with this guy. I don't get it, dude. I could say you can maybe you can make a case for anybody else to stay. You can make a case for even Dayton Moore, Mike Matheny staying, right? But Cal Eldred, I cannot believe this is happening. It's it's quite literally like torture. Like Royals fans are being punished for something. I don't know what. I don't know what we did to deserve this. What is it? That they are so mad at us about. That they are making us sit through this and watch this baseball team. I don't know. And you know what? I'm not having it anymore. I'm not going to give that to them. I am not going to allow myself to be punished by this baseball team. Because I am simply not going to watch it anymore. I mean, I'll, I'll be around. You know, I'll keep my eyes open. I'll keep my ears open. I'll have a game on, you know, on my laptop while I'm doing something else on my actual computer. You know, things like that. But I'm not giving the Royals my full attention anymore. Un until they decide to make the decisions that, again, we all know they need to make. And they should make. And they should have made months, if not years ago. Until they do that. I'm not giving the Royals my undivided attention anymore, any longer. That's why I slept through Tuesday's game. It could have been a great game. You know, it could have been a surprise no-hitter from Brad Keller or whatever. I wouldn't have cared. It doesn't matter. Okay. 
Every time the Royals play baseball, this is what I've decided I'm going to do. Every time the Royals play baseball, I'm going to be doing something to improve myself. Something, find, find some way to better myself. It doesn't have to be like anything drastic. It could just be like, I'm going to do some housework. I'm going to learn how to cook a meal for myself. Maybe I'll go somewhere and do something nice. Or just watch something I want to watch. A movie, a TV show, read a book, or something like that. Or even getting some extra sleep. I'll just sleep through the game and not worry about it. That's what I'm going to do every time the Royals play baseball. Because there is nothing good that can come out of watching this baseball team. At least not on a consistent basis. You know, maybe sometimes I'll, I'll find myself at the game because someone dragged me out to it. I'm certainly not spending uh, any extra money on them. That's fine too. But for the most part, anytime the Royals are playing a baseball game, I'm going to be doing something for myself. I am now putting myself first. I am no longer letting the Royals dictate my life. Not that they ever necessarily have, but you know, I would, I would adjust my schedule, my sleeping habits, whatever, around Royals games. I would make myself available to watch the Royals as much as I could because I'm passionate about the Royals. I'm passionate about this team. That's why I'm doing this podcast. And, you know, I apologize for anyone who comes to this podcast looking for some groundbreaking analysis. I don't know why you would do, why you would think that, but, you know, I, I apologize if maybe I don't have as much to say, as much insight uh, to the Royals going forward. But like I said, what, what do I have to say? What is there to say about the Royals that y and no, anyone else can figure out instantly? The Royals are bad. The, the Royals are bad, and it's not getting any better until they make those changes. And I'm not even confident that they are going to make those changes. Because, again, when do the Royals ever make the changes that they need to make? When will they ever acknowledge, when have they ever acknowledged that what they're doing isn't working and isn't the way to go? And how often do they continue carrying out their boneheaded, sorry, their boneheaded decisions as long as possible? I, I think, I, like, I'm prepared for it. I am prepared for Cal Eldred and Mike Matheny and Dayton Moore to last the entire season. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve to whatsoever. But I am expecting it. Because that's how the Royals operate. So I guess at this point, I am expecting a 100-loss season, a 110-loss season. Because, I mean, no one expected that going into this season. Even people who are pessimistic about the Royals would, would say that this is a 90-loss team. Okay. Well, congratulations. I hope you're happy. Good for you. Yay. But I'm I'm expecting I'm expecting the worst. Like I said, it's not going to get any better. There, the Royals, the players on this team are miserable. They are absolutely out of it. Even Whit Merrifield and and Salvi are just kind of throwing up their hands, like yeah, we don't. Uh, mm. They seem pretty uh, apathetic. 
about the whole thing. And you can say, like, oh, they're paid millions of dollars to play baseball. Why don't they just play well? You know, I think you're actually looking at it wrong if you put it that way. Because they're getting paid no matter what. <laughs> How well they perform is kind of a... Not not really the point of the contract. It's more of an ex expectation to perform well. But no one says that they they play well and then get that money. No, they already got it. Salvi's getting his $80, 90000000 million for the next four years, no matter what. You can, you can complain about it. You can hate it, whatever. But, I, don't, I mean, why would you want to go out and do your best for this team? Why why would you do that? There 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 are a bunch of guys in some nice cool air conditioned rooms who are allowing this to happen while the guys who are out on the field are given all the expectations, all the burdens and not even the proper tools, coaching, methods, whatever it is they need to succeed. If they're not given the proper respect, then why should they give any respect? Does that make sense? Is that, is that a message that, 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 is, that I'm getting across? I don't know, man. Just why, why would anyone play for the Royals? That's what I'm saying. I've, I don't know if I've said this before. I probably have somewhere. But, you know, I, it's just been in my mind for so long that I might have said this at some point. I just forget when. But... I if I was on this Royals roster, I would immediately like just right now storm into Dayton Moore or JJ Piccolo's office and demand a trade. Just demand a trade. And if they don't give it to me, then I'm going to go on social media and just say stuff. I'm just going to I'm just going to go on a rant and be like this team sucks blah 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 blah. And and basically for I'm, I'm I'd cause a ruckus to make basically force them to trade me. Because what is the worst that can happen? What what would be so bad about making yourself the public asshole of the team? Oh, you, you get traded to a, a better team where you can actually succeed. A team that seems like it, it, it'll actually care. Wow. What a horrible deal. That's what I would be doing. I would be putting myself in a position where I would the Royals would not want me and... They'd instead send me off somewhere else. Like, if I was a pitcher, I would be like, get me a new pitching coach, or I'm just going to throw shit for the next two, however many starts. I'm just going to throw balls. I'm not even going to throw in the zone. I'm not going to do what you guys tell me to do until you give me what I actually need to succeed. So, that's what I would do. I mean, I don't know. I see it differently because I'm not a baseball player. I'm just a guy on the internet with a microphone. It's so easy for me to say, right? Yeah, of course. But you know what? You know what? 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 This uh, being a guy on the internet with a microphone has the luxury of turning off the team, turning off the game, and not suffering through it like these players are, even if it's their fault or not. Well, that's what I'm going to be doing going forward, and. For the Royal Deluxe Podcast, I will continue to update on it. I'll tell you what I've been doing in my time instead of watching the Royals. I'm going to sleep through tornadoes because I need sleep. And I need the Royals to play good baseball 
so I can have more things to talk about with them. But they're not going to do that, and I have no power over that. So that's kind of my thing. And, and I, I encourage others to join along. Don't watch the Royals if they're making you unhappy. Do something nice for yourself. Take the time that you would normally take to watch Royals baseball and do something good for yourself. Improve yourself. Better yourself. Don't follow the Royals' example of living an unhealthy, unsuccessful, and terrible lifestyle. It's not going to do you any good. You know, you know, you're not going to be any less of a fan for not watching this team. I certainly don't blame you or anybody. And honestly, I don't even think you're necessarily a better fan for watching the Royals as as much as possible, for taking in every minute and every second. Not that I disrespect it. I I have a lot of respect for the people who who are sticking around and will watch all of the Royals. All of it. They get to witness it. And we need these people. I love them. I really do. But if you choose to stay away, if you say, I'm not going to watch the Royals, I'm not going to support the Royals, I love the Royals, but not these Royals, you know, you again, you are not any less of a fan. Baseball is all about entertainment. And if it is not entertaining to you, then do something else with your time. Please. Please. If it's painful to watch, stop watching. That's it. That's going to be my MO going forward until, again, the Royals decide that they are that they are wrong and they make the changes that they need to. But who knows when that's going to happen? So, if it ever does, we'll talk about it on the Royal Deluxe Podcast. That's going to do it for me today. Thank you very much for making this podcast about a part of your day, and I really hope you're having a good one. Follow the this podcast. Follow me at Royal Deluxe Pod on Twitter, or send me a, an email, a Gmail at Royal Deluxe Podcast at Gmail dot com. Tell me what you're doing for yourself today, or in any other game that the Royals might be playing, because. That's more interesting to hear about than Royals baseball right now. Mm. Anyway. I'll see you on Friday. Until then, I'm Lux, and go Royals, I, 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 I guess.